let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. Okay, segment three. Welcome back, everyone. Um, we have the privilege today of speaking with Marilyn Tam, speaker, author, consultant, board certified, executive corporate coach, um, founder of Us Foundation. I mean, it just goes on and on and on, and we're getting such incredible wisdom. Her website is MarilynTam.com, and we're talking about one of her books, The Happiness Choice. And, um, you know, it's funny, Marilyn, uh, I go back to one of our earlier sessions and uh, I remember you were saying, you know, kind of about, you know, your birthday and the day that you know what your purpose is and your thing was find your mission um, and then pursue it. And I can I guess that's where a happiness coach can help. Right. Mm -hmm. What motivates you? You know, what you were describing before with the uh, Fortune 500 guys um, was exactly what you were saying. I can just what you were doing, those to the unconventional way was equivalent to banging the hole in the wall and having them see another way. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I just think that then they become influenced and they realize that soft skills work for them and. And then it makes the world, they tell someone and then so on and so on and so on, right? And the world becomes a better place. Well, it's just like, you know, toxic news spreads quickly. Good news can spread quickly too, right? It's just a matter of who gets in there first and, you know, makes the influence, is the influencer, I should say. So, okay, I just want to switch for one second and uh, I want to go back to – Brand Channel lists you as one of the four most prominent names in ethical business globally. What exactly does that mean? Uh, it's interesting because I did not even know that there's such a thing <laughs> as uh, somebody going out and measuring, you know, whether people are ethical or not. Right. And, and how so, do you do that? Yeah. I, so it was a total surprise when I found out that I was rated and, and that this is what they came up with. So I, I kind of was trying to analyze that a little bit. Uh, they don't give me the metrics or anything. Um, and actually came about because people wrote them and asked, you know, who would you recommend? And, and that's how it came about. So I thought about my career and I thought about all the people that I know at, at the, you know, corporate level, high level, and as well as governments, because I also coach, um, governmental organizations around the world, high level. And what I noticed is that there is a certain degree, and I, I won't say what degree you can imagine, of self-serving in, in many people's work. Uh, whether it's a corporation, whether it's an uh, organization, whether it's a government agency. And the self-serving to me means there's a degree of slanting one's perspective to fit whatever one feels is their goal for themselves or for their department their company, mm-hmm. or, or or even in some cases, their country. So to see the bigger picture and to recognize that there's some connection between everything and everybody, that if 
if I step on somebody to get ahead, so sooner or later that that person who's been stepped down on is gonna uh, uh, his loss or her loss is gonna impact me. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, so if you want to look step back enough, you can recognize that there's no. Well, we know in in physics and chemistry, there's there's no it's just a loop. <laughs> you can't have something be taken out and think that that that's going to be complete. So from that place, one operates in what the brand people considers as ethical, um, because that impacts how you do negotiations around the, around the world. It impacts how you negotiate wages for your workers. It uh, impacts how you um, how you um, figure out how far down the supply chain you impact. Mm-hmm. Meaning, are you buying from a fair trade area? Are you buying, for example, palm oil where they are chopping down beautiful forests and endangering animals? That are or orangutans in this case, um, that would be pretty soon it's extinct because of what was happening. Uh, do we look at that whole whole supply chain and consider that before we move forward? Because say like a good example is uh, Girl Scout cookies. Everybody knows Girl Scout cookies, mm-hmm. and it took two Girl Scouts who looked at the ingredients on these cookies and said, "We're using palm oil." Where's this palm oil coming from? And they started a campaign, these two girls, to say, we don't want Girl Scout cookies to have palm oil. So the responsibility and the supply chain, the whole way back, dictates whether you're operating in an ethical manner. So what you had mentioned earlier about responsibility and how one person, whoever they are, can make a difference if we are aware. That's really what ethics is being about. It's, it's how aware are you of your impact in the world and what are you doing about it? Right. It, um, it takes courage and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I want to just speak about the care model, right? That we have, uh, courage to take action relevant to everyone, C-A-R-E. It's exactly what you said, right? So, if your results impact someone else in a negative way, you have to design another solution. That's what I say in the technology field. And um, so, you know, at a high level, we all know what it's like to be ethically good, <laughs> right? But mm-hmm. you need the courage to hold your ground when the tough guy says, no, we're going to, I don't, don't go home until it's done, you know? So uh, you're Gift is also holding your ground, right? And and that's what we learn from today is to um, make that line in your commitment sand and hold to those ethics and values. Well, because it seems like there's so many micro challenges, right? I mean, we kind of understand on a on a big scale what's wrong and what's right, but it's those day to day little things like. The little lies where you don't tell a client exactly what's happening with a project or you don't tell a client, no, I don't think that that 
that deadline is going to work. No, we'll figure out a way to make it work. When the back of everybody's mind, they're saying, there's no way this is going to work. <laughs> it's just all those little challenges day to day that add up to one big unethical you know, way of behaving. Right. And then you're on the ladder on the wrong wall. Um, right. So exactly. in the happiness choice, right, I, I, how, you know, there has to be a way that we can be guided ethically as well, right, while we're finding our mission and purpose, right? Correct. Um, you know, we talked about the first one, money, which is the, 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 one that most people spend most of the time on. There are yeah. four other decisions we have to make. The second one is um, our, our health. Because we oftentimes give up our health in our pursuit of money. Mm-hmm. And, and what does that mean? We get up too early. We stay, we, we don't eat the right food. Um, we don't exercise. We don't do all the things we know would help us maintain a balance because we say we we're in too much a hurry we have to do too much we stay up too late we stress beyond belief and something breaks down something in our body breaks down it could be as simple as we're too tired and we trip we trip when we fall or worse yet we have a car accident because we fall asleep at the wheel yeah or, or we gain a phenomenal amount of weight because we're stuffing down our feelings and, and the pressure by eating too much or we have a, a, a nervous condition because we're too stressed. So all these are things that happen from from not taking the time to uh, the decision of saying my body is as important as my uh, my pursuit of, of money because I've made this goal that I need to make X number of dollars because I chose this lifestyle, whatever it is for each person. Um, so that's the second choice because what happens when, when our body breaks down for whatever reason, you know, whether it's from an accident or from, from, uh, uh, uh stress related something, weight, uh, uh, drugs, whatever it is, you know, that becomes something that is an issue. We seek help by using money. We either go to a therapist, we go to the hospital because we broke something. Right. Or, you know, something happens. So if we just dial back a little bit on the first item, which is on, on finances, we probably don't have the second one. So, so that's the, the next level. The third level is, let's just say we've got We've got the money deal dealt with. We've got the personal chef and then we've got the personal trainer. So, okay, we're, we're pretty good there. The next thing would be our relationships. Because again, we go back to saying we're making this much money and we're doing this, but we haven't taken the time because we're spending our energies taking care of, of our body and, and, and the money is our relationship fall apart. Or we don't have relationships and we're out and, and like in all their play magazines where they have these executive search things where you're trying to get a, a, a partner. Just like huge mon- amount of money to get, you know, the appropriate partner. Uh, or you, you're paying uh, alimony or, or, or you're, um, buying presents or sending your family away on vacations because you don't have time to spend with them. Mm-hmm. Or you're paying for divorce bills. All of this is because you haven't balanced 
the 24 hours we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. So that's three. And the fourth is, is our, um, our uh, spiritual life. The hollowness that in a lot of cases that I have with, with the corporate people I have is they do not have an inner life. I'm not saying that you have to be a religious fanatic. I'm not saying you even need to have a religion. You have to believe in something bigger than yourself. Because if we don't have that, life gets really pretty short and kind of bleak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this is, or you have to have a conviction in something that, that sustains you when there are downs and we all have those and also something that inspires you to keep going. And that's what I call the spiritual aspect of life. Um, can we save the last one for when we come back from break? Yes. And then we'll go from there. Right. Um, but I love that. In fact, I'm thinking, uh, Marilyn, that it's sort of like um, ethical um, coaching as well, not mm-hmm. in business, but in myself, right? Mm-hmm. In my in my goals and dreams and so on. So anyway, this is really cool, and we're not done yet. We have one more segment. Stay with us, everyone. Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. We'll be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning shared leadership training seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information, go to charlieandeva.com. That's charlieandeva.com. 